Welcome to Cutting to the Bull in the post-truth apocalypse. It's the quarantine edition of a roll on Skype again. I'm Ben. I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. Yeah, so we apologise for the sound quality, but we're recording this on Skype because we all can't meet up yet. No. It's fucking lockdown. Yeah. I'm going to stay at home for a month at a letter. Oh, dear. Yeah. It's oh, terrible. Man. Misery never ends. <laughs> oh, I'd escaped all of this. <laughs> it's just like it's a real nightmare. It's just something that's like, because I still have to go to work. It's just this weird thing that's on the radio every time I turn it on. We're like, Tesco just open. It's so strange. Yeah, it is weird. It's, it's, it is surreal. It was like, oh, why is nothing open apart from the supermarkets when. What's the difference between the, the card shop and a supermarket? Well, it's essentials in it. That's what they say. Well, you they, need food to live, but you don't need cards. Depends what you like to eat. For the working class, <sighs> though, Ben, it's basically those of us who still had to work. It's... Oh, shit, I've lost my point. Oh, yeah, it was just like they just took all the fun stuff away. Yeah, they did, yeah. And it's like, go from home to work, back to home. We will let you buy food, because you're lucky. Yeah. Yeah, but don't see anybody and don't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know it's got to be done. It's a cunt, though, isn't it? You know. <laughs> it's just like if we I... were fucking New Zealand, guys, we'd be back at concerts now. Oh no! Why I sell windows for fuck's sake? I just stand there thinking, why am I here? <laughs> um... <laughs> it's true, though, isn't it? It's because <laughs> <laughs> <Fucking hell. laughs> he fucked it up, isn't it? We're in uh, Ireland. We could have fucking quarantined ourselves. Yeah. Oh, well. I remember thinking when it, when we first heard of it in China, oh, those heady days. Uh, <laughs> I thought, like, uh, yeah, but we're an island, so we'll be all right. And yeah, then, I think we all thought that. Oh, well. <laughs> hey, do you, remember, do you remember pubs? No. Oh, they were great. You... <laughs> Yeah, but Ben, we've got our sovereignty back. Oh, God. You've yeah, already enjoyed the pub. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I've got to keep dealing with really angry builders who can't get their supplies because it's all on, like, a massive backlog of fucking thousands, hundreds of thousands of deliveries that are stocked up at fucking ports around the country because of red tape and bullshit. But, yeah, the fish are British. <laughs> mm. Oh, a load of wank. Oh, we're struggling to get raw materials already. Oh, well, that's comforting. To make plastic things. Everything's plastic. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to 2021. I can't take credit for this. My missus came up with this. This fucking, you know, everyone's all like, June the 21st. Yeah, can't wait. And like, like two or three days after that. If the newscast is going to be like, 
China and Russia have declared war on the rest of the world. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Back out. <laughs> Under the looming threat of the Third World War and nuclear holocaust. Oh, oh, like, even in threads, the pubs were open. But remember fucking COVID and lockdown, that was it. <laughs> when we were all stuck at home instead of being forcibly sent to the munitions factory. <laughs> <laughs> Too crippled to join the army? Get in that factory! Oh, God. <laughs> Build no, things for victory! <laughs> Build them! Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on the sofa for 16 months. I'm fucking you. <laughs> <laughs> you the 26th, everybody. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, do you want to thank some new and returning listeners? Oh, that means what we're talking about today. Have I? Go on, then. It's been a while, I suppose. Eli's going to let me off of that one. We're talking about the real-life supervillain Dr. Chaos, a.k.a. Joseph Konopka. Ooh. Dr. Chaos! Any of you ever heard of him before this? Because no. I hadn't. No, not me. It randomly came up on a, a YouTube channel that I follow, and I was like, it said, Dr. Chaos, real-life supervillain. And I was like, ooh! <laughs> <laughs> How can you not love a supervillain? Well, we'll do a checklist a bit later on because he, you know, some of the big ones aren't checked off, but some of the really big ones are checked off. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, as to whether or not he's a supervillain, whether or not he qualifies. Fair enough. We're going to talk about him. But first, uh, Michael, welcome back some new and returning listeners. And then uh, we'll do some weird news and then get on with the main cut and thrust and talk about Dr. Chaos. <laughs> Metal. It is pretty metal, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what have we got? Stevenage, UK. Yigo in Guam. <laughs> I think it's a new one. Yeah, I was in Guam before. Berlin, Germany. Korn, Westheim, Germany. Brussels, Belgium. Corozal, Belize. Brisbane, Australia. Kamloops, Canada. Detroit, Michigan. Toronto, Canada, Aracaju, Brazil, Scarborough, Trinidad and Tobago, Perth, Australia, Renton, Washington, Indianapolis, Indiana, Glasgow, UK, Miami, Florida, Worcester Park, UK, and the top three, Sarasota, Florida, Boulder, Colorado, and Shady Nasty, New York. Oh, Shady Nasty's back. Did, did I hear you right earlier, Mike? There's a place called Scarborough in the Trinidad and Tobago. There is, apparently. How fucking depressing is that? No, it well, would have been like British colonial masters, wouldn't it? I know, but even so, why would you... Oh, we've just washed up on this tropical... We just discovered this tropical paradise. Let's get a community going and let's call Thanks. it Scarborough. You know that people had no imagination. For fuck's sake, this part of America is called New England. Oh, yeah, OK. Yeah. I'd rather be in Scarborough, Trinidad and Tobago than Scarborough, UK. <laughs> well, there is that. It's just the heady, heady noise of steel drums and exhaling potheads. At work, I accidentally did a cod Jamaican accent in front of a Jamaican. Thankfully, 
he seemed to enjoy it. Oh, yeah, well, that's that's good. You didn't involve getting your head beaten off the counter. Yeah, it could have gone either two ways, couldn't it, really? Yeah. I know, I didn't plan it. I didn't think it through, but we sell a type of gutter that's called OG gutter. And I apologise, I'm going to do the accent, listeners. He was like, OG, that's a gangster name for a gutter, isn't it? And I was like, yeah, original gangster. And then he just laughed his ass. And then I was like, oh, oh shit, what did I do? <laughs> but it all went fine. He bought the gutter. So... Everyone's a winner. I guess yeah. so. <laughs> Chicken dinner. <laughs> hey, we got through. It could have been a lot worse. <laughs> right. Have we done with the, the news? No, not the news. What's it called? Shit. The people who were listening. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks Thank to everyone who listened. Yeah. Let's Thanks. do the weird news. Yes. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. Okay, first one. It's lockdown related. Fish and chips and smoking cannabis with friends. Not daily exercise, say police, after fines handed out. Uh, <laughs> nice try. <laughs> yeah. a, a plus for effort. Exactly. A group of friends who met up for fish and chips were found in breach of coronavirus restrictions and handed 200 quid in fines each. The friends were spotted by officers from South Yorkshire Police who were patrolling the Ecclesfield area of Sheffield on Monday night. A um, quantity of cannabis was also seized by officers by the policing uh, team. What's wrong with a bit of, bit of spliff and chips? Spliff and <laughs> chips? <laughs> Why well, isn't that being sold? Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, when cannabis is legalised in this country, <laughs> yeah. definitely be an establishment called Spliff and Chips. <laughs> oh fuck yeah. yeah! Be able to get and buy a massive bag of chips. Ah, oh. <laughs> that would be ace. Yeah. Oh, God. My, my dream God. job. My dream job is selling weed and mangoes on a beach. <laughs> well, not in Bognor Regis or something though well no a decent beach <laughs> maybe in Scarborough because <laughs> yeah. if you try and do it in like I don't know Aberystwyth you're probably just going to get really cold and or arrested <laughs> uh, I think there's a flaw to your plan Mike that you haven't considered what's that you are very pale skinned well, that's why I need the hut. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're just going to burn to a fucking crisp. <laughs> I'm going down to Mike's weed and mango hut. <laughs> He's a white man on the island, but we trust mm. him. <laughs> <laughs> he says the best stuff. The man oh. from Del Dorley. <laughs> <laughs> Only us three. <laughs> No. When we've done the news, I've got a piece of advice I need to ask you both. It won't take long. Okay, well, that's pretty much that article anyway. Uh, the police then tweeted that uh, meeting your mates for fish, chips and weed is not classed as, as daily exercise. Well, it's not, is it? Let's be frank. But... Sure, there's more important stuff going on. A plus for effort. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there is that. All right, yeah. 
I mean, this one woman did say stabbings, guns, burglaries, and they focus on a couple of people having fish and chips. So, yeah. right. it's a bit Judge Dread. Yeah, getting a bit like you know, police state. Yeah, but, uh, that's a bit heavy. It was a fun story about fish and weed. It's not bring everyone down. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> Gender reveal device explosion kills father to be. Oh, I've just, I've just been brought down again. <laughs> now I'm miserable. <laughs> I can't go out and have a joint and fish and chips and now a new father to be's been killed in an explosion of his own making. How tragic. Oh, is his own making, is it? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> okay, let's get into it. A father-to-be from New York State has died after a device he was building for his child's gender reveal party exploded, according to police. What the fuck was he building? <laughs> oh, God, he deserved it. <laughs> okay, now, Christopher Peckney, 28, was assembling the device in a town of Liberty when it just exploded before noon on Sunday. Police said the blast killed Mr. Peckney and injured his brother, Michael Peckney, 27, who was taken to hospital. Police have not specified what device caused Sunday's explosion. Well, fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you want to know. Apparently it consisted of some kind of pipe without giving further details. So it was a pipe bomb. Let's face it. <laughs> it was was some he so ashamed of, of his child that he wanted to build a pipe bomb for his kid <laughs> that just exploded in their face when they opened it? <laughs> no, this is to reveal the gender of his unborn child. It's probably like it would, be some, it would have exploded. There would have been some coloured smoke. I don't know. Some yeah, kind of like... like she's out of a cock. Is that what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Normally people feel like a Congratulations! <laughs> pinata or a balloon normally full of glitter a certain colour or smoke but this guy was trying to win the internet wasn't he he was probably like had half a pound of fucking glitter in it and nails or something I don't know <laughs> or lollipops or something like a certain colour pink lollipops and, like, and he was impaled in them like a thousand lollipops through his skull oh my god that's <laughs> both tragic <laughs> and sweet <laughs> Well, apparently these big real parties can be made with fireworks and coloured smoke grenades, so... (laughs) (laughs) And a man from Michigan was killed early this month after he was struck by shrapnel from a small cannon-type device fired during a baby shower. (laughs) Fucking hell! (laughs) What the fuck is going on in the world? (laughs) Clown world. Oh, Jesus. It's all about internet views. You know someone was filming it, ready to upload it to their Instagram. Oh, it's, it's tragic. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> it's tragically hilarious. <laughs> well, they do say there's a fine line between comedy and tragedy. They do. I mean, I'm not laughing at this poor man. Well, I suppose I am. That's exactly what I'm laughing at. I mean, come on. He built a device that was going to blow up and tell everyone what gender he was, but he's dead. <laughs> he blew him up. So, because the thing is, now I'm left hanging. Like, what is the gender of his baby? 
No where in the article does it say? I don't know, but it's a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could have been orphaned if the mum was standing near at the same time. <laughs> oh, God. Well, he's definitely going the Darwin Awards, isn't he? Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Stupid man. Well, that made me laugh. I needed that. Uh, I needed to laugh at that other man's death. (laughs) (laughs) To give meaning to your own existence. (laughs) (laughs) To give me a rise. Wipes a tear from his eye. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, technical issues. I'm just going to get mine to load up. Sorry, I did have it already. Here we go. Are we ready? Yep. Okay. Oh, another doctor. Doctor Congo's mysterious metal monolith destroyed by mob. I uh, don't think that's doctor. I think that's DR. <laughs> the Democratic Republic of Congo. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Congo is a pretty cool name. Yeah. <laughs> it says literally DR Congo. Is it the arch rival of Doctor Chaos? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the African. Rival. Oh dear. Oh, is, he fueled, is he fueled by Umbongo? <laughs> That's the song, isn't it? It is. I, yeah, the it song is. band. What does it stand for again? The Domino's Revolution? What? <laughs> Democratic Republic. Oh, yeah. Right. So, them, like, there was a. Right. I'll start this. There was a metal structure that mysteriously appeared... Oh, I see. It says, if I'd have read on. A metal structure that mysteriously appeared on a roundabout in the Democratic Republic of Congo <laughs> has been destroyed over fears about its origins. People in the capital, Kinesha... Kinesha... Kinshasa. Capital... St- fucking hell. I have been to school, listeners. Just not... <sighs> People in the capital, stone and <clears throat> foot triangular prism that look like other metal monoliths that have cropped up around the world over the last few months. It had begun to draw selfie takers, which fueled rumours on social media. Some feared it was satanic or put there by aliens or a secret cabal. <laughs> we woke up and saw this meta- metallic triangle. We were surprised because it is a triangle that we often see in documentaries about Freemasons or Illuminati. Even so, in the Democratic Republic of Congo, these fuckers are watching YouTube videos on the Freemasons. Of course they are. That shit's cool as fuck. <laughs> uh, local president, Serge, is quoted by Reuters as saying, Speculation over the pillar. Oh, no. Yeah, I read that wrong. Speculation over the pillar, which appeared in the Bandal neighborhood over the weekend, became frenzied by Wednesday. Witnesses say residents destroyed it to see what was inside. It turned out to be hollow with the metal sheet spread over a frame. Local mayor, Ballon, Ballon, told the BBC that he had now sent some of the material to be tested by scientists to find out about its origins. It's just fucking, it's metal. Just tap it on a bit of brick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hey, I'm gonna guess so. <laughs> Send it to a lab. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this, this fucking balsa wooden sheet steel monolith. <laughs> it looks so mysterious. It is not of earth construction. Send it to a lab. It's <laughs> 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 <And> aluminum. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he denied an accusation by Kinishar's uh, governor uh, that he was responsible for the mysterious monolith. Um, his spokesman said that the mayor had wanted to create a buzz. It is not the first such metal object to have created a stir of late, especially with science fiction fans, as we know about the one in Utah. Several have appeared in the UK, one on the Isle of Wight. Yeah. 
One that turned up earlier this month near Turkey's Gobeki Tepe, an ancient temple and world heritage site, transpired to be a stunt by the government to promote its new space program. Can they stop getting my hopes up with this monolith shit just to use it as fucking promotions? That's ingenious. <laughs> oh, dear. The shiny pillars capture the imagination because they are reminiscent of the imposing black monoliths created by an alien species in the science fiction film 2001, A Space Odyssey. Well, it's not really from aliens, is it? Let's be honest. Maybe not. not living hope. The first one might have been. I don't know. But that one, what was it? What did it say? Like a, a frame with some metal spring? Oh, come on. The first yeah. one was an artist. Oh, you apparently. took credit? Yeah. And it, That's the official line, cut. Mike. Well, there is that. Yeah, yeah the official line. But, but yeah, if, it's... like, these monoliths had, like, touched people to stone or something, if they touched it... Mm. Do you know what I mean? But, they did. They did nothing, and they they most of them got robbed. So we don't know, though, Mike. How about though? And if over the next couple of years, I hope this doesn't happen. Anyone that went any near anywhere near any of them start to develop cancer, or, or they're impregnated with an alien baby. Yeah, <laughs> there is that. <laughs> to create a, a genetic bio hybrid that's superior to us in every way, and it'll go on to replace us. What you're saying is they're giant sperm towers just projecting yes. into yeah. dimensional, like um, Re- releasing spores into the air, interdimensional right. jizz. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. I'm down with or that. It's a hoax. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm easy either way. Oh, someone's taking a piss. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There was oh, that geez. one that showed up in a car park at a Blackburn supermarket. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh... I'm sure that aliens would not visit a Blackburn supermarket. Well, yeah, if you get Humans study... don't want to visit a Blackburn supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, you've got to study all, you know, it's like sticking a, a camera right down in the depths of the ocean. You've got to see what's there, haven't you? Even in the murky bits. If they study. So. If we've finished the news, this I promise this won't take long, but I just want a bit of advice from you both. I was recently given a gift. It's a, a an action figure, right? It's a six foot tour, six foot tour. It's a six inch tour. <laughs> Jean-Luc Picard, right? And it's by yeah. a company called Migo. And these, these things are pretty cool. They've got like real actual cloth uniforms on and stuff. Pretty cool. cool. Yeah, lots of points of articulation. The only issue is Jean-Luc Picard is beautiful. I was planning on keeping it mint in the box. But one of the wrist joints, the position it's in in the box, shall we just say his wrist is in a rather au fait position? A rather... St- spazzy sort of <laughs> kind of um, or kind of <laughs> uh, a bit doesn't look very captain-y <laughs> so now I've got this dilemma do I I wasn't planning on letting him breathe I was going to keep him mint in buck but not like that so yeah dilemma what do I do will you I buy another one will you get more for him how that you know, maybe that's a limited edition guys the, <laughs> the camp hand <laughs> <laughs> Is there a way you can rattle it in the box to make his hand move? I tried that, but no, it's it's way too well made. So yeah, um, campan Jean Luc. I'll eBay him. I'll literally, I'll literally put that. All right then, listeners, look out on eBay. Campan Jean Luc, and I'll use a program to replace him with a non-campan Jean Luc. But what if you get the next one and he's campan Jean Luc? I'll just fucking give up on action figures altogether. I'll be disillusioned with them all. 
Uh, I guess that's news. Yeah. Okay, then let's talk about real life supervillain Dr. Chaos, aka Joseph Kanopka. We'll go through his uh, background about him first, and shall we? Okay, born on the 24th of June, 1976, in a small family farm in Wisconsin, where he lived with his grandparents. For some reason, his parents are absent. Did anyone else find out why that was? Did they just not like him? Or No, I didn't know that. I just, I know that he lived, he was very close to his grandfather, wasn't he? That was pretty much the only person he was close to. Yeah. But I, don't know they, I don't know why they left. They might have been shit parents, I don't know. They weren't Maybe. there. Maybe. So, yeah, he lived with his grandparents, he was brought up by them, and he was very close to his granddad, but also very shy and a bit socially inept. Yeah, he was one of them. Yeah, but a great student, nonetheless. Of course he was. You know, very intelligent guy. So good with computers, in fact, that when he was in school, the teachers would come and ask him for technical help. Yeah, they would. He was basically teaching the teachers. He excelled at computers. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. That's when he was at high school, wasn't it? Like, very young. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he never what year was that, though? What year was that? Be the, uh, it was sort of in, in the mid-80s, early to mid-80s? Maybe 90s, I don't know. No, he was born in Go. 76, so when he's uh, 20, it's going to be 96. So we're looking, yeah. yeah, late 80s, early 90s. I was going backwards for him because he was arrested in 2001, wasn't he? But... Mm-hmm. I can't remember how old he was. Shit, what was I going to say? Sorry. Go on. So computers were pretty um, basic back then, but still, it, mm. in fact, in some ways, it was harder because there was no graphical user interface, was there? It was all MS-DOS. No. Yeah, it was mm. all code. So that's even more impressive, to be fair. Check out the big brain on Brett. <laughs> <laughs> So because of his probably own antisocial nature or the fact he was bored and not feeling challenged, he kind of just sort of dropped out of school before he graduated. Uh, he was above all that. Yeah, I think he just wanted to hang out playing video games and working on his computer and having a good old slob around, which is what he did. He also, he was quite active though as well, wasn't he? Because he went out and got in, or was that a bit later? But he started going out and getting into a bit of mischief, didn't he? Right, just on his oh, own. Oh yeah, this is that was a bit later. Yeah, mm. yeah. So he was he was fairly yeah, he was active in that respect. But... Mm. What was that buzzing sound then? I have no idea. Either someone uh, with a text message or they sit on a vibrator. Watching me. So. Kanopka's grandparents, seeing how good he was with computers, persuaded him to go for this systems administrator job in Green Bay in, in Wisconsin. Okay. Would anyone like to uh, Green Bay? I hail from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Mr. Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> we saw him at Dawley, do you remember? We did. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to say to him, like, man, I watched you in the WWE and now you're here in Dawley and it makes me sad. I was wrestling. I wonder what you were going on about. I thought you meant The Matrix, Mr. Anderson. I was like, what? Remember that? <laughs> Mate, he was Mr. Kennedy in WWE, wasn't he? Yes, that's true, yeah. Kennedy. Anyway, so where were we? 
he just got this job, Kalopka, in the Green Bay area, and apparently was a model employee. Never missed a day. Worked hard. Probably mm. one of the most skilled guys there. Uh, probably still usually, yeah, you know, it's cool. Usually that's the end of the story. You know, young man with a passion gets a job indulging that passion. Goes on to make it a career. Happy ending. Mm. Well, that's not the end of the story, is it? No, that's it. That's why I stopped watching the video. <laughs> <laughs> I ran out of time. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Say more to the story. <laughs> Cannot go, however, started, as most of us do, with a boring, repetitive job to get very bored very quickly. Mm, oh, yeah. yeah. We, we can all agree with that. Fuck I feel it. where he's coming from. So instead of finding a sort of, you know, fairly normal hobby, maybe taking up drawing, painting, photography, something like that, he decided to go into hacking. Mm, fair enough. Also, started to do a bit of petty vandalism, a bit of minor crime, destroying post boxes and lampposts, crashing his car deliberately into private garages. Can I just say, that is so 90s, isn't it? I'm going to be Yeah. I bet he had curtains. I think he did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I suppose he's just looking for any kind of excitement or anything that gives him a buzz. He's bored as fuck. He's doing, he's doing pretty shithead crimes at the moment, though, is he? Like, like These are like rich boy crimes, aren't they? Just destroying other people's property wantonly. Yeah, just, stealing cars. Randomly you know. like, fuck your mailbox, smash. Your ornate mailbox that you worked hard for. Fuck it. Smash. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm frustrated. <laughs> I'm bored, so I'm going to destroy something. No one understands me and no one will touch my winky. Uh, <laughs> I think you might be onto something there, that he is an angry incel. Of course, he's the proto-incel. <laughs> <laughs> So, because he gets into computer hacking because he's so fucking good at it and, you know, maybe he just got fed up of going outside. Yeah. Uh, and apparently became a part of the notorious hacking group 2600, uh, meeting them in Chicago to swap tips and plan internet-based tomfoolery. <laughs> huh. Well, I get up to some internet-based tomfoolery. They <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> just feel bad of an evening. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, campan John Luke watching you as you do it? Uh, you have to turn him around. <laughs> I'd have to turn him around now. You mentioned <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's going to be on eBay soon. <laughs> I can't have that, can I? Uh, <laughs> does look like he's part of the Dead Hand Gang. Big <laughs> <laughs> as well, but he looks like he just looks like such a spaz. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh, so because he becomes quite a prolific hacker with this prolific group a warrant gets issued for him and he gets arrested he gets 10 months mm. now you'd think this would put him off wouldn't you yeah here's the other end to the story okay you caught me slap on the wrist 10 month stretch I'm going to come out Knuckle down, get a good computer job, earn some legit money, get a house. That's not what happens, though, is it? They go in there for 10 months and they learn the trades of being a criminal inside. Now, here's one of the very things at the start to check off your checklist. Is this the stretch? I hope I'm not jumping ahead. Or is it the, this, his 
big stretch that he did. But on one of the stretches, he was like getting surveillance equipment from inside uh, the prison and sort of trying to rewire it and like use it to his own. Nah. <laughs> but sort of got caught. <laughs> How super villainy is that? He wasn't in charge of Jeffrey Epstein's camera, was he? <laughs> <laughs> I would rewire it and turn it into a miniature robot. <laughs> or a dildo. <laughs> or a flashlight. <laughs> He's I Oh, why do you steal the generator? <laughs> you don't want to know, Sally. You don't want to. Taking <laughs> <laughs> your power. I <laughs> broke a bit, then, mate. So I'm just I'm I'm assuming this guy was a pervert, but anyway, ten months inside. <laughs> I think you might be under something. Ten months inside. And when he gets released from jail, he starts going mm. on internet forums, and he forms his own hacking group. Presumably because this famous one, I don't know, maybe he just got fed up with them. But he calls this one the Realm of Chaos. Mm. <laughs> right. Now we're talking. Uh, he himself, his username is Dr. Chaos. He's running the Realm of Chaos. <laughs> well, you would imagine that the Realm of Chaos is run by a Dr. Chaos. Yeah. <laughs> what about President Chaos? Nah. Nah, it's got to be a doctor. That's yeah. A super- Super villain, remember? Doctor. True. True. Dr. Chaos. He recruited his mainly teenage hackers through a particular forum called Teens for Satan. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think there might be a bit of something weird about a, what is a guy in his 20s now knocking around with kind of 15, 16-year-olds. Well, he's got to recruit some minions. You know, and they've got to be younger than you, aren't they? And he's still quite young at this point. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think he, he, you know, I don't think he bummed any of them, but we can get into it you later. No, there may have been some accusations of physical abuse, though. There was, yes. We'll, we'll get on to that. He also did pretty much mentor these guys into being, like, top-level hackers. Yeah. He created his own fucking little super team of like super hackers. Yeah. Do you know what One I mean? of his students was so good, after he'd left Dr. Chaos's tutelage, he then ha- he was arrested for hacking into the Department of Defense network. Didn't these guys shut down a fucking like airport like landing equipment? Yeah, that's point? that that was what they were kind of up to, yeah. Fucking I could kill thousands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, they did break-ins, they did vandalism. Their planning levels are apparently comparable to a domestic terror cell. So they go to electrical substations and pylons and flip the switches about. Oh, yeah, but hang on, we're jumping ahead a little bit because I just want to say there's a good quote from that video. I'll, I'll, um, what's the word when you say who, where you're getting the quote from? Jesus. Credit. That's it. He said, I think it's Count Dankula, on his video on Dr. Chaos, they went from Dennis the Menace to Heath Ledger's The Joker overnight. Because yeah. they did start off, like you say, with the pylons, and they're like just bribing people online and selling counterfeit goods, buying dodgy shit. And, and like they'd, they'd go up and switch off all the pylons. But this was crazy, though. He'd do this by hand before the hacker gang. He'd like, I saw a guy on the news video 
that we saw in one of the videos saying that like, he literally could have died at any point. He just like climbed up it and switched it up. And like, yeah. sat back and watched the city descend into chaos. Well, no pun intended. Just sat on the grassy hill looking as, as the town, all the traffic lights went out and everyone lost power. And, you know, imagine all the panic setting in. He just sat there chilling. Because he camped out. <laughs> uh. He literally camped out on the hill and watched the sort of the anarchy involving coming out in the city. And what I'm saying, though, is that there is a leap from that sort of thing. I mean, people, that could have killed people, definitely. Yeah. But there is a leap from that to turning off the fucking landing radar things. I know I'm not using the correct terminology, but basically fucking with planes and their landing. I mean, that's fucking, that is terrorist shit. That's it is, yeah. It's not it's shenanigans. Like he didn't have a point. He's literally turning off the, the ground-based sort of beacons that planes follow <laughs> to get them to the airport. These guys were turning them off. Just for shit, think it goes. Yeah. Because it could. So when do we get to uh, the what I think is the absolute, you know, I'm not, you know, encouraging this guy or uh, saying what he did was right, but it's, it is cool. You can't deny it. Because nobody really got hurt at the end of the day. The no. fucking ground layer. He's lucky, though, that no one did. Yeah, he is, but... <laughs> He's he lucky he never killed himself. Them pylons carry, like, 69,000 yeah. volts. The underground layer. <laughs> yeah. Just this realm of chaos, they did also get to a little bit more. They committed countless arsons. Um, mm. They even hacked a radio station, which forced them to play anything that Dr. Chaos chose... In the end, that radio station had to uh, lock down completely and put the emergency broadcast on. That's my favourite one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Using your hacking skills to control the radio station. Yeah, apparently what stuff he was playing was so shit, it was just like they couldn't turn it off either. <laughs> hmm. I mean, this is like domestic terrorism, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's... it's some of this is harmless. Hacking the radio station's great. I love that. Mm. Yeah, that's not so bad. Plane navigation yeah. beacons is, is, is a bit dicey. Fucking around with the electricity in the town is a bit dicey. Yeah. Um, the thing is, are they anarchists with a message or did they just want to watch the world burn? I suspect the latter. No, they're just fucking about it. They didn't have a plan. He didn't plan to find sight. I'm jumping ahead, but he came across the shit that got him in trouble purely by accident. That's true. I think the guy's incredibly bored. Yeah. But then again, if you call yourself Dr. Chaos, <laughs> that does you're going sort of, to wanna... sort of attract that sort of thing, aren't you? <laughs> to be fair, yeah. I think you know, I, I, I don't play it down the supervillainness, but I think he just called himself that online and then the press attached it to him afterwards. I don't think he walked into a room and went, I'm Dr. Chaos. It would have been a lot cooler if he did. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he would have. I don't care what your name is. This is a library and without sufficient ID, you will be not taking out a computer book. But I'm Dr. Chaos. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it says on your ID. He just runs along. He runs along the bookshelves, mixing up all the books. Dr. Chaos! Yes. <laughs> 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 Your simple on the border mean nothing to me. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> sketch show, that is. 
<laughs> Copyright that. Yeah. Copyright chaos. <laughs> no with me. No organised bookshelf, that is. <laughs> you know, like a girl, a typical girl's car that's like a total mess on the inside. You just find him like on the street wanking outside one of them looking in. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Turn dark all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Just like a random girl's cars. <laughs> I was thinking oh. more of him going around in restaurants and mixing up the forks with the salad forks. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Wanked up on the street. <laughs> 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 he ended up getting beaten by a troop of angry prostitutes. <laughs> That's pretty chaotic. <laughs> yeah, well, then he employs those prostitutes to do his own bidding later on. <laughs> They'd be shit hackers. <laughs> Their nails are too long. <laughs> Not that I've met many. Moving on. <laughs> The realm of chaos, though, wasn't safe even from Dr. Chaos himself. And he offered intimidated the younger members to go out there and do his crazy shit. And even because of casually shot one of them with a stun gun. <laughs> well, you've got to get them, send a message to the others, haven't you? You know. <laughs> remember Batman, That's... 1989, when Bob, yeah. Bob fucks up, doesn't he? What does Joker do to him? He kills him. He does. Shoots him cold. You gotta be cold blooded to be the leader. It's true. Make decisions. Poor Bob, though. Yeah, poor Bob. You are my number one. (laughs) That's it. And then he just makes that one mistake. Yeah. Does that mean that he'd like he'd shoot everybody that gets beat up by Batman? Because like you failed, bang. Mm. This is gonna lead to to execution style. (laughs) Yeah. Because this is going to lead to a very hectic sort of restaffing policy for the Joker's goons. <laughs> Bob, gun, Bob. <laughs> um, finally, somebody. I was playing um, God's. I can't remember what it's called. Injustice: Gods of War Two. It's a DC game where they all have to fight each other. And in like the opening movie thing, like Batman and Robin are breaking in this place. Batman beats the shit out of a few guards, and Robin's like. So, you're not okay with killing, but traumatic brain injury is absolutely fine. And I was like, finally. Because <laughs> <laughs> he does just like maim and spasticate people with like killer kung fu moves, but no killing. Yeah. A life you of eating soup like... and wheelchairs and <laughs> No, I'd be angry if Batman paralyzed me from the waist down and I'm wheeling myself about. I'm yeah. still going to go out there. Be some kind of criminal and you just go, Well, you finished the fucking job, you cunt. Look what you did to me. <laughs> That's so dark. There's a comic <laughs> book in that. One of Batman's victims who can't stand his disabled life. So, night after night, he trolls the streets doing crimes, trying to lure Batman in to finish him up. Yeah, but mate. Batman never will. He just gets more and more disabled because Batman. <laughs> 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 and so, basically, you've just got Stephen Hawking trying around. <laughs> just a head on a stick <laughs> I'll get you Batman Batman Exactly 
copywriters. <laughs> well, we can't that man, but we can copyright that story. I think we should pitch it to DC. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need a title. That man. <laughs> Crippled King. <laughs> so we call it. That man, blue badge abuser. <laughs> 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 well, so Doctor Chaos, Doctor Chaos, all of these shenanigans mm. went on from 1997 to 2001. So it's quite a short space of time. He's he's kind of active here mm. in this form. Eight hundred thousand dollars worth of damage across sixteen counties. It's not, you know, that's pretty impressive. Substantial. Yeah. yeah. Got arrested again, and they said this time you're gonna have thirty years, mate. Right, aren't we yeah. jumping ahead? No, no. It's a, it's a, he got bailed out by his family. Oh, okay. For fifteen thousand, and they Woo. begged him not to run off, but he did anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. He didn't want to do any more jail time, did he? So he, that's right. Went. He didn't, and he was like in his twenties. He comes out with thirty years. He's in his fifties. What life is for them? Mm. Oh god, and the run he thinks. Yeah. New identity. Yeah, he gets all of his savings. And goes, ends up uh, running to, off to Chicago and ends up squatting in abandoned metro buildings, these the subway tunnels. He's a toilet, a dirty bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Another big fucking tick on the supervillain box. This is the beginnings of his underground lair. <laughs> An actual base. Yeah. I Under mean, he trots around the tunnels. Like in films. Even replaces the fucking locks on doors so he can just put his stuff in them and only he can get in there. That's uh, one crafty. The, that is one of the cheekiest things he did. It was at a door to the metro station, literally part of the city owned building, right? And he just changed the locks. Yeah, so it's I'm, crafty, that ain't it. <laughs> right. And wasn't he? He changed, he made, he stole keys and made coffees, like, because he was underneath the university, wasn't he? And so yeah. he would. Sneak into the university at night and just steal, like, you know, good shit that universities have, I suppose. Expensive equipment and things. Sneak back down. Yeah. Sneak back down. Yeah. Crafty little beggar. Look, he's got the... He missed a trick here. He's got the gang of minions. He's got the underground lair. He's got the name. Why didn't he make a costume? I bet he, I bet he did. I bet he did. I bet he just never but, wore it. At the very least, a mask or helmet of some kind. Yeah, he needs a cloak, doesn't he? He needs a cloak, yeah. I think. A, a cloak and a helmet like Magneto. It would be called ah. the Chaos. Yeah. And when, he, when he puts the Chaos helmet on, his, his chaotic thoughts are magnified. Oh, I like it. And all around him starting... To, uh, anyway, like, so what happened in real life? Where are we? He's underground. Yeah, he's, he's basically living. going on a, a mini crime spree using the, the, the tunnels to get out, get around in the city when no one's seeing him. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> yeah. While out and about doing some urban exploring one day, he found an abandoned warehouse on the outskirts of town mm. with seven crates of sodium and potassium cyanide just lay there in this abandoned warehouse. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Now, this is the fault of the city and the industry and whoever 
previously occupied that building who just couldn't be asked to dispose of this ship properly when the business went under. That's it, isn't it? Yeah, probably needed to, to pay for it to be disposed of. And just left it there. Ah, fuck it, nobody will find it. Or let the next people deal with it. Yeah. But unfortunately, a supervillain found it. <laughs> yeah, and he decided, ooh, I'd really like all this stuff. I'd really love all this cyanide. So he starts moving it and storing it back in his underground lair. <laughs> Oh dear. That was probably still, one of his after moves. Yeah. yeah, and he's still using the tunnels under the university to stage various break-ins to get shit to do stuff to this cyanide. <laughs> what was he trying to do then, Ben? Well, apparently, he reckoned he could have quite easily released it as a gas, but we'll get to that in a bit. The campus police respond to all these break-ins and they held a stakeout on the 9th of March 2002 they encountered Dr. Chaos and a 15-year-old accomplice and apprehended them both. Nance. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm saying, while being searched, they found all the keys that he'd both stolen and made, cameras with stored layouts on them, pictures of layouts of the university, breaking and entering tools, and a small vial of cyanide. Oh, dear. Yeah. It's just for shits and giggles, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm just carrying it around to look cool. I'm chaos. I'm like the crazy guy at the party. Woo, you don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm crazy, me. Woo. Woo. Crazy cyanide. Woo. Here, take it. <laughs> I don't even want it. Bless <laughs> uh, So, chaos and his little mate admitted <laughs> to storing cyanide in the metro system. And, of course, because this is in 2002 and 9-11 had only happened a year earlier, pretty much the Chicago Police Department went absolutely apeshit on them. They absolutely bummed him, proverbially, up the bunghole, legally, and threw the book at this young man <laughs> as, if yeah. he had, as if he had blown up the centre of Chicago, which he hadn't really. They shut oh. down the entire blue line, didn't they? Which must be the main line in the Chicago subway system. That's why they say, when you look him up, it'll say that the, the hacker who brought a city to its knees, that's essentially what they mean, is that they had to shut down, like, such a large part of such a large city and, like, just, you know, imagine the chaos that caused to traffic and, you know, that's when they, I think that's what they're referring to, brought the city to its knees. Big expense yeah. operation. Yeah, it's potential arms in Rikyo, though, isn't it? Mm, but he wasn't actually, do, you know, there's no, pre- he was just mooching about with it in his pocket. And uh, saving it for a rainy day. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he had plans because he wasn't planning. He came across it purely by chance, didn't he? Um, yeah, but he's only got one little vial of it on him. The rest of it is stored in his underground lair. Who knows what he's done with that? Maybe he was going to use it just to do a little prank. Oh, a little <laughs> prank like releasing cyanide gas into a busy subway. <laughs> <laughs> Same as the fat mountain wizard. What it's just doing? harmless jinx. Yeah. It's just hiding <laughs> a bit of cyanide on an old a professor who gave you a shit mark. A bit of cyanide on his sandwich. It's just hiding. It's just enough to make him puke. <laughs> the microbe of cyanide. It's just hijinks. <laughs> I do declare it to be the jape of the season. Ben. <laughs> yes. It will be boys. Boys will be boys. Yeah, boys will be boys. <laughs> 
So he wasn't at least half considering doing a chemical attack. No, he just he was trying to be. I bet he was looking for a safer container at the university. Right. <laughs> but what, but what about all the stuff stored in the subway? I'm not so concerned about the vial he's got. Maybe he had the vial on to commit suicide with him. Maybe if he just was caught. Maybe that maybe. was his big brag. No, Ben, think about this. Maybe because he's such a little physically inept person, a little dweeb, he didn't want to get battered by overzealous security guards. And that was just his little security thing. Back off, man. I got cyanide. Put the guns down. You know? That's not going to work, is it? They're just going to shoot him? (laughs) (laughs) I'll drop the file and and everybody in a a one-mile radius is dead, motherfucker. Put the guns down, man. It's a valid point. Is that how it works? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know, but I bet you the American security guard was going, what's he say? I don't know. I can't hear you over the gunfire. (laughs) (laughs) Why aren't you shooting? (laughs) 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 Oh, God. I know it would have cost a lot of money to shut down the centre of the city and bring out the chemical teams and all that and search everywhere and make sure it wasn't going to be a horrific terrorist assault. I know that would have been expensive and probably traumatic and stressful for a lot of people involved. But nobody really died, did they? And I, I think he was a bit harshly punished. Uh, nobody saying. died because they caught him before he could do anything with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't... Yeah. Look, I'm just saying, we've been a bit harsh on Dr. Chaos, locking him up for like 30 years, which is, you know, or however long he's got. Yeah, he could have killed hundreds of people. <laughs> Turning, planes could have crashed into <laughs> suburban areas. It could have been the literal worst nightmare of, of the aircraft <laughs> industry uh, and city planners and hospital people. Bless him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's, look at those that hanged on expression. He's learned his lesson. Oh, yeah, That's why I'm a present. Fucking, they just slapped the piss out of him. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. So let's examine the motives. Yeah, why was he storing this stuff? Did he want it because it was cool and he could brag to all his easily impressed teenage accomplices? Look at me, mm. I've got all this stuff. We could release it. Even though he wasn't going to, he just wanted to appear cool. Who's going to be impressed by that? <laughs> they're all hey, teenagers. They're the realm of chaos. Yeah, Mike, they're teenagers that are into hacking and they let a guy called Dr. Chaos be their leader. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, they exactly. Are, they are teens for Satan, aren't they? Cyanide's so. <laughs> <laughs> my middle name, man. <laughs> I bet they've got all got hacker names like Dr. Chaos as well, though. Do you know what? I think they're, um, well, like junior Dr. Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like one's probably called like Mephisto or something like that. Um, yeah, that's cool. But do you think it's a potential ex- he planned? Because he didn't plan to find it, but he found it. And he's an intelligent guy. Maybe he thought, and they'd be doing some buying and selling. I could fucking ship this on to some criminal organisations. Well, to a terrorist organisation. <laughs> like <Yeah>. Al-Qaeda. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just saying, maybe he was trying to make a few bucks, right? And he was taking No better than using it himself. <gasps> yeah. Nah. Nah. 
You know what I mean? It's obviously it's all right for the US government to sell arms to the East, but like the little man can't get in on it. <laughs> Not weapons of mass destruction, no. <laughs> and I disagree with the weapons being sold to the fucking Middle East as well. I don't a little agree bit. With that it's just a little bit. If you you can't begrudge a guy for just trying to sell a little bit of cyanide to stupid <sighs> Muslim terrorist organization, you know what I mean? Like it's like the American dream. It's the Rocky story. It's just well, the, you want to sell a potentially lethal poisonous gas to the guys <laughs> that just flew aircraft uh, into two of the most iconic, three no, of the most. I don't want to sell it to the Saudi Arabians, Ben. I don't want to sell it to the Saudi Arabians or the um, or the Americans. You must the people responsible for nine eleven. I want to I want to sell it to like Saddam or someone like that. Oh, that would go <laughs> wonderfully well. <laughs> <laughs> At least they would have had chemical weapons. You know, friendly to them. He would have been a middleman. He wasn't sitting on fucking, like, pallets of it, was he? He had a little bit. He might have seven crates of it, Gaz. Well, what's seven crates when you, you know, try to take over the world? I'm just saying. You know what I would have said? Go on. I would have said that I've I've gathered all, I found this sign, and I thought, what can I do to really help the city? I know, we got, I could kill the rats. I'm going to set up my own rat-killing business under the metro and say that I was, you know, I was planning on doing it for good. And what when that gas gets up into the subway tunnels, Mike? (laughs) 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 I'll tell them that I was going to go on some kind of course or something. (laughs) What, to stop gas moving up? (laughs) (laughs) To stop gas moving up course? Haven't you taken that? We've all done that one. (laughs) (laughs) Poisonous gas moving into habited areas. That's the advanced one, yeah. Terrorist 101. (laughs) I mean, rat killing 101, sorry. (laughs) So he could have, in in theory then, he could have wanted to have sold it to some friendly terrorists. I I didn't say friendly, just business-minded. Business-minded terrorists. Like Saddam Hussein. You know, let's face it. Didn't... Hmm? Sorry, so there you go, mate. Del boy terrorists. Just, Del just boy chances, is... chances, trying to make it big, trying to <laughs> cut corners, get a cheap deal. Right. Or Saddam Hussein, you know, who did not have the best record with chemical weapons after he must have gassed a load of Kurds. Oh, gusty. <laughs> no, not that kind of mustard gas. Lovely, lovely. <laughs> you know, oh, what else is there? He just thought I'd keep it for the good of the city. Oh, he may have used it as a bargaining, like, not bargaining, sort of a blackmail kind of thing. Like, he could have hacked the loudspeakers of the city like a supervillain. You know, this is Dr. Chaos. There are seven crates of cyanide spread around the city. If you do not, you know, give me a helicopter and a Domino's pizza and a hooker. <laughs> I need to finally empty my sack or I'll fucking release the science. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they do that. They give you the helicopter, the hooker. Yeah. And what was the other thing you wanted? Pizza. The pizza. pizza. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now you're in a helicopter eating pizza, getting blown by a hooker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then two mixed... No, American planes just fucking... Mm. Yeah, just but they can't... Like, they can't because the trigger is rigged to my heartbeat. Oh, <laughs> oh spawn right. trick. 
Yeah. So I will escape off into the night. And eventually, once I've gotten, they'll find the cyanide and disarm them and nobody will die. What's more fun. than likely is that the hooker will actually be an undercover agent or just snap your neck. Will you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably true. What a way yeah, to go. It's going to be Black face. Widow. Oh, no, shit. Then she'll set the cyanide off. Oh, Mike. fuck. Mike, if I'm going to die with a face full of CIA muff, then so <laughs> in a helicopter. Wow. <laughs> Eating a pizza. Yeah, but she's going to persuade me to disarm. Like, she's yeah. going to say to me, like, I'm going to give you a blowjob that's so intense. it'll Your heart is going to set off that fucking thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you stay for me. Take it off. And I'll be in the throes of passion. I'll be like, I'll do whatever you say if you're going to suck my dick. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm stuck to chaos and I've never got laid. To be honest... Ironically, you ejaculate early, have a heart attack and set the gas off anyway. You read my mind. I was literally about to say I'd probably (laughs) prematurely ejaculate, but I was going to say it would, like, spur up... It would be such a powerful ejaculation. It would spur up into the chef fuse device and just disarm the whole thing. And I, you know, I'd I'd jizz up my own... own Hoisted by your own petard. Yeah. (laughs) And then the agent would snap my neck anyway, but not with it. Yeah. <laughs> She'd just do it the old-fashioned grizzly way. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> this really hurts. <laughs> this is not how I wanted to go. <laughs> and then, like, she snaps my neck, but it doesn't kill me instantly. Like, I'm still conscious. I'm just paralyzed and dying slowly. And then she throws me out of the plane, so I've got time to <laughs> contemplate it as I'm falling down. <laughs> Well, that was chaotic. (laughs) (laughs) But that didn't happen, did it, Ben? What did happen? (laughs) Oh, what did happen? He just went, I wasn't going to do anything with it. Honestly. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's just basically his defence. I wouldn't have done that. I wasn't going to unleash cyanide gas into a crowded train station. Nah, I wasn't going to do it. I just like collecting things, officer. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a fucking womble, mate. (laughs) <laughs> I live underground and collect stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like keys, chemicals, yeah, breaking and entering tools, <laughs> potentially yeah. deadly chemical weapons. Uh, yeah. I'm just imagining the wombles with cyanide now. <laughs> <laughs> be That's horrific, wouldn't it? Exterminated. Is that the season finale? <laughs> yeah. What, the Wombles get drone striked? They get gassed in their fucking, whatever they call it, their hovel. In their burrow. That's why, that's that's why Saddam Hussein bought some uh, cyanide off Dr. Chaos, because he wanted to take out the Wombles. <laughs> <laughs> They're a plague on humanity. <laughs> the, the Wombles are a sin against God. in a laboratory Saddam would wage holy war on them if they were real <laughs> he wasn't. so what you're saying is that Saddam would have bought this CS gas this cyanide gas yeah. to launch a fatwa against the Wombles who he sees as abominations <laughs> against Allah <laughs> that is indeed exactly what I'm saying, Benjamin. <laughs> I'm glad we got that cleared up. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't happen that way, though, and he got arrested, and they found it, and he gave it all up, and he said, I wasn't going to do anything with it. 
Mm. He says that but, to this day, which of course he's going to. But they said, we don't give a fuck what you say, <laughs> didn't they? Yeah, yeah, you're going to jail. <laughs> How long for? For 30 years. Um, but he's do... out now. Yeah, he didn't do 30, but he did a good stretch. He did a good stretch. He, he, he's out now. He works as an ethical hacker. Mm. What's one of them? Well, he's a hacker who does good instead of evil, I guess. Oh, well, no, it's like... No, no, if, say if I've got a company and I want to test my security systems, I'd pay a, a, an ethical hacker who, you know, guarantees he won't steal your details and fuck you over. He'll test your system for you and go, this is how you stop it from being hacked, sir. Oh, is that what it Trust is? me. My name is Dr. Chaos. Yeah, I uh, think so. Can I have your money, please? I assume that it was just sort of like, you know, what, like uh, hacker- hacking evil corporations and... What this notes them as oh yeah the laws don't apply to the fact that you hacked that private corporation information <laughs> they're evil if I hacked <laughs> my defense did not be in court why did you breach the security systems of Nestle and, <laughs> and cut this company billions of dollars on the stock market and crumble them all and lose all these jobs for all these tens of thousands of people your honor they are evil the defence rests. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm sold. Bangs a hammer. Yeah. Not guilty. Fair it would solve. It would probably solve all our fucking problems, though, if there was. <laughs> yeah, but we couldn't eat delicious chocolate bars made with the tears of children from poorer countries. It really adds yeah. an extra flavour. <laughs> I can't go back to Cabris now. Uh. They're, they're all the same. If you follow it back, they're all the same company anyway, somewhere along the fucking line. There's only like seven giant yeah. mega corporations of the world. It wouldn't surprise me. Like fucking Disney, probably. There's a really freaky like diagram you can see where it's like all the household brands that you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At the bottom, but you follow them up a bit and they're owned by a bigger company that you'll know yeah. the name of. Well. Follow it up, they're owned by a bigger one and up and yeah. up and there's like these few giant ones at the top. Mm. Very, yeah. <sighs> yeah, welcome That's to the oligarchy. Yeah. If you don't like it, mate, you can go and... Well, what can you do? Nothing, really. Defect to North Korea is probably the only option, isn't it? I'm sure the North Koreans are going to welcome you with open arms, Mike. No, Mike. They're, going to, they're going to execute me on site, probably. <laughs> I bet you don't get good Wi-Fi out there or fucking, like, you know, Frankie and Benny's or... Yeah. All right, well, that's all I've got for Dr. Chaos, if anyone else has got anything to add. No, I just wanted to say, how, where do we think he ranks? And, if you know, is he, does he qualify as a supervillain? I know he didn't have superpowers, but you don't always have to have superpowers to be a supervillain or superhero. So does he no. qualify? Well, I guess so. I think He's got so. an underground lair, check. Yeah. He's Team got some minions. dangerous weapons, check. Mm-hmm. Crime spree. Minions, check. Brought a city to its knees. Yeah, check. Got the title name. knowledge, check. Name, yeah. check. Yeah. Gang's got a name too, check. You're a genius. Yeah. Antisocial incel, check. Yeah. Bullied. Check. Virgin. Check. <laughs> yeah, he's a super villain. Yeah. He is what? probably the world's shittest supervillain, though. <laughs> I don't know, mate. He had massed, like, seven crates of cyanide in the end. 
Yeah, that he found upon by chance and never got to use it. He never killed anybody, did he? So his yeah. death toll is zero. For, I assume for a supervillain, you've got to have a, a decent death toll. I mean, he's millions behind fucking Hitler and Stalin. <laughs> never got a chance to get going, though, did he? He was just getting in his stride in the supervillain stakes. And, you know, they went and bloody caught him. Bloody police. Uh, bad form, that is. Bad form. They let it continue long enough. All right, people would have died, but eventually a superhero would have risen to fight fire with fire. Yes, but still, like hundreds or thousands of people could have died just so we can get Chicago Batman. Well, like Doctor Chaos, like if you let him go on for a bit, then you never know. Like Officer Orthodox could have rose up, <laughs> and they could have fought to death in like Mortal Kombat. Would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's been Dr. Chaos. Um, awesome. We'll finish the show on some weird news and the return of broken hearts and bleeding shards. Hey. <laughs> hey. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. So, should I do the first weird news? Yeah, going on. A woman finds weird message written on a wheelie bin and it has a terrifying, in quotes, meaning. Oh. A woman named Jade was left feeling freaked out after finding a strange message written in the snow on a wheelie bin when she took her rubbish out first thing in the morning. She reported this on TikTok. Uh, she lives in the US. And the message read, one and F. Confused. Mm. She recorded a clip of the bin and turned to fellow social media users to help about what it could possibly mean, but the responses she got left her feeling pretty freaked out. What were the responses? One said it means one female. They are telling the people who are supposed to rob you or whatever that you live alone. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, that's creepy, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it means you're being watched. Be careful, proclaimed a second thirds and i'm guessing it's a bad thing so stay safe oh that's helpful i'm guessing it's a bad thing stay safe Uh, cheers mate good luck yeah (laughs) someone else suggested that she should put snow on it and write 2m okay two l males two large males Uh, (laughs) it might be it might be that might mean two lady men just George. Just draw two men, then a, a stick diagram with big Popeye muscles and a handgun. Yeah. <laughs> and a clear message. Absolutely. Uh, she claims she called the police. There was little they could do. She says they told her to be careful and suggested she stay with a friend or relative for a while. Yeah. Again, not really <laughs> helping, is it? No. But, um, that is kind of creepy, though. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. I'd just lock myself in and never leave. Uh. <laughs> or buy a gun. Yeah. And a sword. And buy a big, guns. big, big dog. Um, oh, yes. This is random, but I found a pencil underneath my sofa today. I don't own this pencil. It must be from the previous occupant, and it says on it, Real queens fix each other's crowns. Ah, 
The last occupant was a man. <laughs> a big northern man. <laughs> in, in the mind. Well, everyone's everyone's got something, guys. I love a pair of nylons, me. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. Indeed. Exactly. Uh, do, you, do you want to do the next one then, Mike? Yeah, moving on. Jamaica faces worst ever marijuana shortage as farmers struggle with drought. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, it's terrible news. <laughs> it is terrible. Jamaica is running low on ganja. Heavy rains followed by an extended drought, an increase in local consumption and a drop in the number of marijuana farmers have caused a shortage in the island's farmed but legally illegal market that experts say is the worst they have seen. It's a cultural embarrassment, said Tristan Thompson. (laughs) 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 A consulting and brokerage firm for the country's fledging legal cannabis industry. Jamaica, which foreigners have long associated with pot, reggae and Rastafarians, authorised a regulated medical marijuana industry and decriminalised small amounts of weed in 2015. Fuck me. Come on, England. I, I, know, I know I haven't said anything before for a while now, but fuck reggae. <laughs> no, man. Yeah, but they've got legal weed. Yeah, not much, though. It's like... Well, not now. Obviously, it's a drink, but, I mean, normally they have. And loads of reggae, man. Oh, I fucking hate the reggae. I love the reggae. Yeah, well, there's no accounting for taste, I guess. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, any more to that, Mike? That's it, really. It is tragic news. Bollocks. Nearly as tragic as all those plants that got found in an abandoned shop round the other week the other day even Tragic. somebody hiding amongst the plants like fucking where's Wally yeah <laughs> yeah there was <laughs> oh, well. you know what shop it was what abandoned shop no what brand no I haven't figured it out yet don't know no one I'm said nothing about it might add some flavour some humour to the story it was like it might do you know Anyway, I'll, I'll uh, keep you updated. Yeah. Woman attempts to get around pandemic rules by walking her boyfriend on a leash. Kinky. <laughs> a woman has reportedly been fined by police after being caught out after curfew in Quebec, Canada, walking her partner on a leash. As the coronavirus pandemic continues, many places around the world are introducing tougher restrictions in a bid to reduce the spread of the virus. In Quebec, Canada, a four-week-long curfew has been implemented, which requires residents to stay in their homes from 8pm in the evening till 5am in the morning. One woman reported the attempt to use state exemption for her own benefit on Saturday Oh, so there's an exemption for those who want to walk their dog. She tried to abuse that exemption. Uh, The local paper, the La Tribune, La Tribune, La Tribune, La Tribune, I'll try that again. Let drip you in. I think that was perfect. <laughs> well done. Nice pronunciation. After being stopped on King Street East in Sherbrooke, walking her partner on a leash. They claim the woman told police she was just... I'm just out walking my dog, officer. Isabel Gendron of the Sherbrooke Police Department told the publication the couple did not collaborate with the police 
at all. Doesn't that say cooperate? Yeah, it should do, really. Should not collaborate. (laughs) All he did was cock his leg and piss up the the officer's (laughs) leg. (laughs) I can't help it, officer. Statements of violation of the municipal bylaw were given to them. The lady affirmed that she would not pay the ticket and even that she would accumulate them. She's a dominatrix. She's not going to fucking threaten her with tickets. She's not going to scare her. She'll fucking... She'll mould them into a giant dildo and fucking hmm. violate you with them. <laughs> the fine could be up to 6,000 Canadian dollars. Or I thought they were called laboons or something like that in Canadian. You're having a bit of an anti-French Canadian day, guys. <laughs> Sorry. This <laughs> <laughs> seems to have occurred your wrath this evening. Yeah. Oh, an extract from the Let Rebeard article was shared on Twitter where it quickly went viral, garnering hundreds of retweets and likes as many people praised the couple's creativity. That's pretty much all there is to it, really. <laughs> Dominatrix takes it a slave out, expects to pass him off as a dog. Yeah, nothing, 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 nothing I haven't seen around Dorley on a daily basis. Normal sticky behaviour. Yeah. <laughs> Alright then. Broken hearts and bleeding sharks. This is a game we've only played a couple of times. Maybe even other ones where we read Gaz. Well, Gaz takes on the role of an agony uncle, don't you, mate? I must point out that I have not been prepped in any way. I do not know what I'm going to be, what problems are going to be presented to me. So, no, these have been lifted. These have been lifted off your Who Answers. That's what people have put out there. All their worries and concerns. And we're going to see if we can help these people. Yeah. Shall I start, Mike? Yeah, go for it. Although, um, sorry, sorry, disclaimer, though. Small oh, we need the... Um, sorry, go on. There is a theme tune, but a legal disclaimer. Some people are, of course, beyond help. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Gaz? Yeah. Mm. Broken bleeding shots. Excellent. Right, hit me with it. First one, then. I'm only 15, but my testicles are quite big for my age, I think. Again, I'm not sure, as I don't get to look at other men's testicles my age. I don't want peanut-sized balls, but I don't want balls that are big and heavy dangling to my knees, either. (laughs) I am curious in wanting to know how big my testicles are in comparison to other men my age. I did ask a friend of mine if I could see his balls, and since then, he's blocked all my messages on social media. (laughs) And generally just ceased being my friend altogether. It's really frustrating, because I really need to know how my balls measure up in the playing field. Where should I find out more about where I am on the ladder of testicle size? Shall I look at images of nude men online? But I'm not gay, so I feel it'd be weird to do that. What should I do? Okay. Here's my answer. I can't believe you're asking me. My advice to this 15-year-old who wants to know if his balls are normal is to write a letter to this person. I'm going to get a pen now. Check down. Mr. Rolf Harry. (laughs) (laughs) Right, send him a photo and I'm (laughs) happy to help you out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or go to a doctor 
Yeah. Yeah, there is that. Rather than just telling a 15-year-old boy to write to a convicted sex offender. Oh, well, look, this is the kind of show. It's not my fault that you just go to your doctor, is it? Or have a wank to let off the pressure and release the valve a little bit. Or he's got a real problem and genuinely there's a medical reason that this world. I don't want to discuss this 15-year-old anymore. I've told him what to do. Fair enough. Okay, next one. How am I supposed to heal cracks on penis if I get morning wood occasionally? This is not cool. Trying to heal my scabs on foreskin. (laughs) What can I do? Number one, you need to address why the fuck you've got scabs on your foreskin, you mucky pup. Unless you've just had some sort of medical procedure, then you really are a filthy, rotten little bastard. You deserve all the fucking pain and agony that you get. (laughs) (laughs) You're up in the mornings, giving yourself erections, breaking your scabby little cock. Oh, God, you utter fiend. Wash it! Get off fucking Yahoo and give it to wash. <laughs> you scabby, full-skinned little freak. <laughs> fucking hell. Well, we hope Have that helps. <laughs> Have a word with yourself. Dip it in fucking acid for... Oh, God, for all I care. <laughs> Dip it in acid. <laughs> <laughs> Rub it with... Like Brillo pads soaked in bleach, you grotty little cretin. And Good it could hope you're okay. People love it. Maybe just stop jacking it for a bit. Just fucking leave it alone. There's a dress yeah. by the scabs on it. You must identify why why it is scabbed. I'm going for jacking it too much. I'm going for it's never been washed. He's a filthy, diseased little pervert. <laughs> <laughs> Well, fair enough. The next one's a little bit longer, so I'll read that. Okay. I feel nothing any... So the question is, how do you know when you're dead inside? (laughs) Uh, I feel nothing but hate and rage. Who answers? (laughs) I don't care about anyone or anything anymore. I want nothing more to do with humanity and only want to lay in bed and sleep all day. I don't go anywhere anymore and only go to work and home. I don't watch TV anymore and only listen to music. Very dark, dark and bleak music. I don't speak to anyone at work unless I have to, and I don't do it nicely. I don't care about anyone in the world anymore. I don't eat much. On the weekends, I have do nothing but lay in bed and listen to music. I have nothing in me anymore. I imagine my heart as being nothing but a machine, cold and metal. I don't know how to keep going. Updated two days ago. I'm 36, not a child with no experience with all this cesspool of a world. Yeah, I was going to help, help me with this one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of you, I was going to be very careful with what I say because, you know, I don't want either of you to actually follow my advice. My advice to this, this troubled individual, this deeply troubled individual, I, I don't know what to say that's funny to this one. I mean, <laughs> he should probably contact a mental health professional. Or find a big, tall bridge. <laughs> no, I'm joking, of course. No, that's not funny. No, look, I, I, he's dead inside. He's got no... We've all been there. But, you know, little baby steps. You have to, like, you know, get yourself a nice pair of comfy, lovely pajamas and bring you a bit of pleasure. 
put them on and think, oh, they're nice. And allow yourself to feel nice just for a second. She's got some nice pajamas. Yeah. Just nice. try and think of something that you, you really like doing. It's obviously legal and doesn't involve hurting anybody else. And do it. Stop moping about in bed listening to fucking Depeche Mode. Right? Or the fucking Smith. I know. It, it, sometimes, sometimes you do want to be there. You do want to be... It's okay to to be in that in that mood and listening to the best mode and not speaking not to forever. anybody, but not forever, you know. Just for a bit. Then you've got to do it once a month. Phone the yeah. Samaritans, phone the doctor. Have a power bank. Have yeah. a power I'll bank. sort you out. Lead, yeah. That leads on to the next one, actually. Oh, God. Is it bad for men to masturbate three times a day? Three times a day? Raise your game, you fucking pussy. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think you're talking to, son? (laughs) Three times a day? What the fuck do you think this is, a religious school? (laughs) Uh, Don't come to me unless you've done at least seven a day. (laughs) Then we can talk. Fuck (laughs) Three times a day and I'm worried. Oh. How the other half live, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a fucking girlfriend. And it's still, still, can't stop. <laughs> Compulsive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, just never waste an erection, I was always told. Well, there you go. I'd say stop worrying about it instead of being like you fucking internet's wasted on this prick if he's on Yahoo <laughs> three ranks a day too much you should have fucking exams do you silly prick <laughs> yeah because Pornhub's gone wank recently <laughs> pun intended pun intended <laughs> well yeah that's my advice don't worry about it there's, there's no such no such thing as too much if it, nah. if, it make, if it makes you happy, and as long as you, you're not injuring yourself in any way, if it's not like sore. Like Scabby did, guy from earlier. Well, yeah, exactly. If it starts to hurt at any time, just give, give it a rest, leave it alone, because you'll want to do it the next day, but you won't be able to because you'll be sore. Listen to a pro. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't know your limitations, but, you know, three times, come on. Come on. That's average. <laughs> should be an average. <laughs> yeah, that should be more, really. That's a baseline. Oh, yeah. It's got to be double that. It's double that in lockdown, isn't it? Whoever wrote this letter, listen to me. If three times a day is too much for you, you should be feeling as dead inside and as pointless as the guy you wrote in before. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> Next one, then, Ben. All right, this one's a very this one's a U-turn completely from the others. Um, what happens if you eat expired tuck? Uh, they're crackers, All right? Okay, so I just ate tuck crackers, which my mum bought for me this morning. I randomly checked the date after I finished eating them, and it said best before thirty first of the twelfth, twenty twenty, and today it is the sixteenth of the first, twenty twenty. What will happen? Well, he's got, there? Hang on, he's fucked up there because he's got like eleven months left on it, then, hasn't he? If yeah, sixteenth of the first twenty twenty. He means twenty twenty one, doesn't he? You must do. That's the way, so, it's, way it is. A month out of date. Anyway, his mum bought it but didn't check the date. The flavour is sour cream and onion. What should I do? 
please tell me. I'm freaking out about what might happen, and I am examined two days. Will I get food poisoning? What will happen? Please tell me, upside down, smiley face. What I want to know is what exam is he studying? Fucking clown school or something? <laughs> can I can I just establish this? They're about a month out of date, right? <laughs> and they're crackers. And he wants to know what's going to happen. Your liver's going to boil, right? Your eyeballs are going to turn to liquid and drip out of your nostrils, right? Unless you hurry up and smash your head against a piece of concrete ten times and say, boy, <laughs> right? That's my advice. <laughs> you mushroom-brained little fucking nincompoop. Fucking <laughs> 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 nincompoop, you little fucking Nancy. You know, <laughs> it's not like you ate a month-old chicken, is it? You... <laughs> <laughs> fuck cracking what the fuck do you think going to happen your fucking colon's going to explode <laughs> now where do they find them the internet guys the internet <laughs> it's a fucking worry isn't it it is <laughs> isn't it <laughs> Dave generation, you know what I mean? Oh, the crackers. Three weeks out of date. I'm on the internet. I'm too terrified to ask my friends. I'm scared of what the answer might be. <laughs> the protection of the anonymity of the internet. Please, internet, tell me what will happen. <laughs> At the very worst, you might shit through the eye of the needle. If that... The fucking crackers. <laughs> That's forever. Exactly. exactly. They'll survive the fucking apocalypse crackers. They'll be, fucking, they'll be the only thing drier than the post fucking landscape is a packet of Jacob's. Yeah. <laughs> they'll survive. But I do like me some Jacob's cream crackers, though, I must admit. Have you tried the top crackers? Sorry. I have tried. Like, They're all right. I like any crackers, but they have to have accompaniments. You can't just have Jacob's crackers alone. Oh, yeah. You're going to have butter and, butter and cheese on them, of course. Butter and jam or cheese, something. Yeah, the tuck ones are salted. No, that's oh. a improvement. Yeah. I think you can't eat them. Yeah, but you're still going to need a gallon of water, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the salt as well. <laughs> As well as the dryness of the crackers, it's attacking you on both fronts. <laughs> Can't you get the tuck ones in a cheese variety? Possibly. I think you can. I know a big that's cracker what, that's man. That's the winner. I know I may look like one. <laughs> <laughs> that's the winner, the cheese-flavoured variety. Oh, man. man we just got middle-aged, we were talking about crackers. <laughs> well... <laughs> When we started this podcast, we'd have never talked about crackers. Well, well, the next one, actually, that's a good link, because it takes us straight back to the beginning of the podcast. Well, I just want to say, the listeners just heard three crackers discussing crackers. (laughs) Yeah. We can move on. Did Jesus ever work out or do weight training? I wonder if he was into weightlifting and resistance training. I know he was a carpenter, but I wonder if he had muscles like a big guy would usually have. No, he was a skinny little fucking, <laughs> fucking little skip rat looking thing, wasn't he? Like, <laughs> yeah, from all the photos, he doesn't look buff, does he? 
He was no, the no, pro- there's no photos, Mike. Oh, it was a joke. <laughs> He's a proto hippie, like. He, but I bet you though he could be one of those fuckers though who's got the robe on, and you think like, like, have you ever seen the episode of Peep Show where Big Sue's gets with this monk, and Jeremy's like fucking stupid monk, and like tries to punch him in the face. He's like a modern monk. He's wearing like street clothes. He tries to punch him, but he turns out to be incredibly muscular and but, <laughs> like, trained yeah. and stuff, right? Jesus may have been a bit like that when he looks like a fucking like oh you fucking scraggly head mushroom eared fucking bell end and like someone has a pop at him but like under that robe he's like ripped because he does yeah fucking, and like pull ups on a, in a cave or something yeah he's, he's, he's got like fucking lepers on each arm just <laughs> you know curling lepers <laughs> yeah but he was an emancipated little fucking skinny bean who had to make up magic stories to stop people fucking with him but they still killed him maybe, maybe he was just a fucking dab hand with a carpenter's hammer no it was his dad he, no, he couldn't take credit for his dad's skills yeah, like, you fucking with me he's got a carpenter's hammer isn't under his chute his robe uh, he, was, he was like the Derren Brown wasn't he of the, the middle ages was it the middle yes. ages no it wasn't the middle ages it was 33 BC to 4 AD. Jesus BC. Before Christ, yeah, and then after Christ. <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck Jesus. I don't. I don't know if he worked out. I don't know. Probably not. He probably just punched around, like getting like underage girls to do unspeakable things to him, like all religious cult leaders. Yeah, but would you be able to take him? Yeah, definitely. One hundred percent. Take him down. Wow, that is a. I'd take him down. Gaz versus Jesus in the pay per view. That's an old one. That's an yeah. old. That's a, that's a throw. That's a as a callback. It is, I'm isn't it? Not above sneaking up behind Jesus and caving the back of his skull in with a rock. <laughs> the thing is, you got to find him every three days. Cowardly, brutal, and just yeah. It'd be one of them things like in a movie where I just have to hit him like twenty times, just excessively amount of times, and all these, it's all splattered up on my face. And I'm just keep going. Ah, ah, ah! That's for all the kids in the Catholic schools. <laughs> Gas, no, he's had enough. Leave him alone. No. Gonna <laughs> pull you off him as you just keep pounding the rock into his face until <laughs> there's nothing left of Jesus' head but a red paste. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Well, if there's any Christians listening, sorry. <laughs> I'm sure you'd do the same to any Messiah, wouldn't you? Yeah, if they challenged me. If I had there enough Stellas in me. If I had enough Stellas in me and, like, bloody, what's her name? Uh, that French bird. Joan of Arc? Yeah, if Joan of Arc started on me, I'd fucking, I'd throw down with her, mate. She's uh, wearing plate armor and she's got a sword, though. She's a little bit more she prospect, Jesus. Like, she wasn't a saint, was she? Am I getting confused? She was a historical figure, wasn't she? She was a saint. She was also an historical figure. All oh, right, right. I'm saying, like, yeah, I'd fight any of the saints, any of the deities. Yeah. Bring it on. The Buddha. It would all sell tickets, wouldn't it? it would all, if they had the guts to bend any of them to face me on pay-per-view, <laughs> you know, we could all make a penny or two, couldn't we? Well, no. I'll, I'll quite happily be in your corner if you want. I have towel guy or something. I have openly challenged Jesus on many occasions. Twat keeps saying he's coming back, doesn't he? I haven't seen him. No, neither have me. 
You keep ducking me, Jesus. You keep ducking me, fool. And one of these days, man, you can't run forever, Jesus. You understand me? You can't run forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And on that bombshell. And on that note, thank you very much for listening. I've been Ben. Don't drink the flavor aid. Don't join a cult. I've been Gaz, Free Biff Tannen. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you.